Just give me one touch. Give me one touch. And I really mean that is all you're going to give me, you know. One touch. It's just that uh, it's all that is required. The zone of Sammy Star kicking off the broadcast tonight. Yeah, Greetings and salutations, all. How you doing? Welcome to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Real talk night. Big up to each and everyone locked in right now. Those on tune in radio on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Big up to New Jersey Massive. NIE Radio. The motivator, big up your status. Remember, you can catch the motivator tomorrow night. Reggae Global Radio. NIE Radio. He's live at 9 p.m. He's also on live. For motivation, motivation Saturdays. Yeah, man, check him out. Yeah, yeah. Give me one touch. A big up to Mr. Lindsay. The Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Much love to the South Florida Massive. Big up to those locked in on PEMGTV.com. Much love to those on Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse and like to tune in there, that's fine. The room is called the Stew Pot. Well, the club is called the Stew Pot. Join the club. Come hang out. Big up to those on Facebook Live. Remember, don't get too comfortable. It's only a segment broadcast, just like over on Clubhouse. Let's come on over to KevinStew.com. The link is easy. KevinStew.com. You don't have to give your first born, you don't need to have a blood sacrifice, an internal organ, nothing like that. Not even a dollar registration fee, nothing like that. Just go to KevinStew.com. And while you're there, jump into the stew pot. It's what others call a chat room or because we're fancy. We call it the stew pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. Yeah man, give me one touch now. Give me one touch. Touch a button now. Inviting you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too, because nobody needs to be left out. It's real talk Wednesdays. I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Paul C Media Group. When being in a moment is priceless, give them a call. They can do everything you see here on KevinStew.com and so much more. Have a church service, a funeral, a wedding, a party, a graduation, a seminar that you want to stream live. No worries. You want on a secure platform whether it's yours or theirs? Not a problem. Let's go ahead and give them a call. 754-999-1140. 
1140 Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. Say thanks to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is used a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call, 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Or email her at theolata at att.net. T-H-E-A-L-A-T-E-R at att.net. She only has one request outside of paying her. That she gets off her table and go sleep somewhere else. I want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment Well, Reggae Global will act as your booking agent Handle your tour management Business registration, legal service referrals Music production, marketing and promotion and so much more yeah, Give them a link, check them out on reggaeglobal.com Yeah, see what I can hook you up with I want to say thank you to McNeil Trucking With McNeil Trucking you're in good hands They're licensed and insured movers Let's give them a call 954-406-9740 That's 954-406-9740 Moving from here to there Wondering how to get it done Call them up man just give them a one call Yeah, you don't have to give them a one touch You just give them a one call Yo, Marlon uh, What you up to? How's it big up still? Host of Real Rockers Tuning in tonight The Reggae Global Radio General Manager Remember you can catch Marlon on Real Rockers Every Monday and Wednesday 7pm Eastern Reggae Global Radio and Affiliates You can also catch Marlon as part of the RG squad Yeah man, check out RG squad life The Reggae Global squad life Where? YouTube Check it out, a few episodes loaded up right now You won't be disappointed I haven't been disappointed yet Talk about squad life Yeah man, this is squad life So tonight, as we go through the love week, if you want to call it that, every week for me is love week, you know. But some take it to another level and some only give love during Valentine's week. Hey, to each their own. The sound of Sammy Star in the background track called One Touch. 
give me one touch set on some people and send some people to the moon yeah yeah give me one touch mm, baby, give me one touch But you know, we're not, we're not going to knock it, we're not going to pressure them, it's their thing. Uh, once again, big ups to those who are locked in already, they came in early, jumping into the stew pot, much love to you, glad you could join us. You know, it's always glad, I'm always glad to have you, I couldn't do it without you, and you have my word, I wouldn't even try. I'm not going to promise you nothing, because, uh, or let me, Queen's English, I'm not going to promise you anything. Because when I was growing up, I was told I promised a comfort to a fool. So I'll give you my word. Because that's all I have. Julie Bean, how you doing? Happy hump day to you. Uh, greetings, 2706. Oh, I'm your favorite DJ. It's only one DJ you have. <laughs> I have to ask. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so tonight, real talk. We're looking at obsession. What do you know of obsessions? Uh, we know about the obsessive compulsive. And I don't know if anybody knows about the obsessive love disorder. You, you, you know about that? Or is it just a thing that you kind of expect to happen when things go too far? Hmm... All right, so first off, we have to ask the question, what are obsessions? Well, according to the IOCDF.org, which is actually the International Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Federation. Yeah, there's a whole federation for it. So according to the IOCDF.org, Obsessions are thoughts, images, or impulses that occur over and over again and feel outside of a person's control. Individuals with OCD do not want to have these thoughts and find them disturbing. So the obsessive-compulsive, yeah, they find those thoughts disturbing. And in most cases, people with OCD realize that these thoughts don't make any sense. Obsessions are typically accompanied by intense and uncomfortable feelings, such as fear, disgust, doubt, or a feeling that things might have to be done in a way that is just right. In the context of OCD, obsessions are time-consuming and get in the way of important activities the person values. The last part is extremely important to keep in mind as it, in part, determines whether someone has OCD, a psychological disorder, rather than an obsessive personality trait, which is slightly different. Now, I do invite you guys to be a part of the discussion and you can do so at any time. The phone line is open. It's 773-789-STEW. You can call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. Those are all available. You can even Skype me. My Skype handle is DJ Kevin Stew. So go ahead and write the number down and get it ready to call because there's something you might want to say. And remember, this is a judgment-free zone. KevinStew.com is where you come to have acceptance through enlightenment. So if you didn't have it before, we hope that when you leave here, you leave with some. 
And again, the number, 773-789-STU. That's 773-789-7839. Stew is the easy way to remember it. All right, so, unfortunately, and uh, I guess, I, I, let me stop for a moment. I, I'll tell you this. I was talking with someone one day and they said, you know, I want someone to obsess over me. And I was like, mm, so someone just loving you is not enough? And I said, no. I'd like someone to be cutting out little hard shapes of my picture and pinning it to their wall. And I was like, um... My girl, you serious? That isn't that just going a little bit too far? But that's what she said she wanted. So you know, I, I hope she finds what she's looking for, and it is safe. <laughs> I don't know. That that might be a tall order in and of itself. But unfortunately, obsessing or being obsessed are commonly used terms in everyday language. Now, these more casual uses of the word means that someone is preoccupied with a topic or an idea or even a person. Obsessed in this everyday sense doesn't involve problems in day-to-day -day living and even has a pleasurable component to it. You can be obsessed with a new song you hear on the radio, but you can still meet your friend for dinner, get ready for bed in a timely way, get to work on time in the morning, things like that, despite this obsession. In fact, individuals with OCD have a hard time hearing this usage of obsession, as it feels as though it diminishes their struggle with OCD symptoms. And if you know anyone with OCD, you'd know it's a, it's a real thing. I remember going out of town with a friend of mine and we stopped by one of, 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 of their friends. And the friend has OCD to the point where their clothes in their, in their closet are color-coded. So you have in color order, you have in shirt type order, your button downs versus your t-shirts. You have everything color coordinated. There is a certain spot for the remote on a center table. There's a certain spot for the keys that goes over there. You have these spots for these various things. OCD. And, um... So their clothes in their um color you 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 have something in the background playing so when I open so the line I hear me um so here it is <laughs> they they have a spot for everything and what my friend has always loved to do to get on their nerves 
is to just move things ever so slightly. Oh my god. <laughs> but it, it, apparently it's their thing. You know, they've been friends forever. And so they, what they what <laughs> in leaving they would just like take like the the TV remote that is in its spot and just turn it at like a 30 degree angle that's evil <laughs> not even that's even something as significant that 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 you know anybody else would just go oh sure no big deal but that's evil well you know it all depends on how you, your relationship with that person <laughs> greetings and salutations how are you <laughs> Oh my lord! Why you? Why DJ Kevin? I gotta ask. Why you put my business out on tonight's show, man? Come on, tonight's broadcast. Why? I thought I was your friend. Oh wait. Why are you putting me out there like that? That happens to you too. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Oh. Good night. Oh my goodness! And no. before before I start, yeah. On my before I get on my soapbox, I want to ask you a question, and this is your opinion. Mm-hmm. Is um being, and I'm quite sure that some of your listeners would understand when I use the word anal about certain things. In your, for in your opinion. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that as as a form of obsession or as a form of OCD? Which one? But how you how you separate it? Well, no. Well, I guess you no, can. Don't ask, by definition, don't you my can. Question with a question, please. <laughs> by de- definition, I guess you can separate the two because being obsessed with something doesn't necessarily hamper how you go through your daily functions. Having OCD, well, that can disrupt. Your, your daily function. Okay. All right. So being anal about something, that, that, that falls, in my opinion, that falls more over on the OCD side. And here's why I say that. Because that anal person, whatever it is that is off, is going to bother them all day until they fix it. Okay, um, check that box. Yes, for me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. There must be some more to this. Let's go. Let's let's let's, okay. let's delve down delve down this rabbit hole. So, mm-hmm. um, as a child, I was raised in a very strict home and love my mother dearly I would not be the person that I am today without without her without certain values without certain things that she instilled in me okay but when I started to graduate into adolescence and then into adulthood I noticed that some of the things that normal people, and I do say that very lightly, normal people would do Mm -hmm. 
and just go on with it. I was like, no, this is not what mommy taught me. So this is the way it has to be. Uh-huh. And then it metastasized because I enlisted in the military. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not sure what your um how much you know about military life, I know that you you, you probably have heard how things have to be in the military. Right, yeah. I lived it. Before, before joining the military? I, yeah, I lived it before joining the military. So when I enlisted, mm-hmm. it was my, um, you know, my, oh, I, call, I don't even know what I call them, but they had an issue with it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in my zone. I get to do this, and it's accepted, and people are not going to look at me like I'm weird or strange or anything. So just to, um, if I may, give a rundown of how basic training life is in. Um, Basic training is your initiation into the military. You know, you're a civilian, Mm -hmm. you enlist, and then you have to go through certain basic training in order to adapt to military life. So, okay. Simple enough. The fir- yeah, the first thing is everybody has to dress alike. Mm-hmm. And when, um, as a male going in the military, you would be a prime candidate because I remember when I, when I reported to basic training, Guys walked in there, African-American males walked in there with their fros. Mm. You know, other nationalities walked in with the long, curly hair. Right. And at the reception station, they got a chance to look in the mirror. And were told, remember this look? Because for the next 12 weeks, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a memory. So they literally because when you're in when you're in uniform in the military, you're there's certain protocol that you have to follow. And as a male, it you your hair can can in no way touch your collar. Well, um, you know what, let me let me rephrase that. In the military period, your hair cannot touch your collar, male or female. Mm. Because it is, um, it's disrespectful. I don't know why. So if, um, and guys are not, males are not allowed to have long hair. Okay. You didn't, you you didn't necessarily have to shave your head, but you would get a buzz cut. Mm -hmm. For females who had long hair, they had to, it had to be up underneath their cap or for the females who did not want to be bothered with having to get up every morning, style their hair, put it in a ponytail, put whatever, mm-hmm. they just got it cut off. So I was like, oh my gosh, I was, I was kind of excited because, okay, 
and I also went to boarding school when I was in the Caribbean. Okay. So, you know, all of this that we had inspection, even in boarding school, we had inspections. And your socks had to be folded a certain way. Your uniform in your locker had to be in a, in a specific order. Mm-hmm. Even, and I kid you not, your undergarments had to be folded a specific way. And okay. a very special individual to me will attest to that, that when I fold their underwear, mm-hmm. it is folded military style. <laughs> Would you consider that obsession or OCD? All right. So basically what I'm hearing from this story is you were conditioned to have the certain word. obsessive compulsive tendencies. Because you can, say dis- you can say disorder. I won't hold it against no, you. Tendencies. Uh, you have my word. Tendencies. And, and, and I okay. would say tendencies because if it if if you cannot proceed through your day unless these things are in a, done in a particular way, then that's where the disorder is. Okay. Understood. So if so- if for example, um the, the TV, like I talk about um, my friend's friend, the TV remote has to be in a specific place. If that TV remote it? is not in that specific place, just the way it is supposed to be, when they get to that front door and they, they have to turn back and fix it or else they can't function properly through the day. That is that is a disorder. Okay, fair enough. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna go through some common obsessions in OCD, and we'll see if any of those you can put up your hand if any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, yeah. so even with so, with being conditioned, uh-huh. in your in your current life. How does that affect you? It affects me to the point where I will not. It's okay. I'm, and this is probably going to come out sound in the wrong way, but there's no wrong I, way. I would rather do the laundry mm-hmm. because if I allow my partner to do the laundry, he's not going to fold the towels the way I want it to. He's not going to fold his shirts, like his um, his undershirts mm-hmm. and the undergarments, the way that I like to see them put neatly in his drawer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know what? I, I shouldn't say, because um, he does, he does do the laundry. Okay. But... To fold them and put them away. I remember, and I am like so busting myself right now. Mm-hmm. He is the sweetest, kindest person in the world. And he does really try to help. And I, I have to say this 
to everybody who's listening. Even if I've never said it to him before, I really appreciate love the fact that he tries. Okay. <laughs> but he doesn't fold his undershirt and his undergarments the way that. Hold on, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're talking about his clothes in <laughs> in y'all share drawers? No, no, oh, oh God, no. Are okay. you crazy? So you're talking Mixing about his clothes in, in his, his drawers. Yes. That are no, not mixed no, with no, your you clothes in your it? drawers. <laughs> and you have a problem with what's happening in his drawers? No, sir. Let him call okay. me. Okay. <laughs> now, now, now you see why I'm calling in? Tell him, God, it's not like he needs a friend. <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously, though. I remember a couple times, this, this, was, this was a couple years ago, because I think that he has um, come to the fact that. Wait, you went, you went, you went muffled just now. You think that he what? No, I said, I think that he has accepted the fact that. There's there there are ways that I like certain things to be done. So mm-hmm. he kind of like steps away and does other things that I'm not so obsessed. Well, I'm not so. You know what? I'm gonna call it an obsession, at least that I'm not so obsessed with because Claim I don't it, know if he. Claim it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knew that the few times that he did laundry and he folded it, that. When he wasn't home or when he wasn't in the house. <laughs> you redid it. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so ashamed. <laughs> uh, all right, out there, uh, Stupak family, now y'all know. Yes, I have, I have a disorder. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, so I don't, I think... And um, I have to after this, after this broadcast, I am going to have to go back and go. Is that why you kind of like step aside and let me do certain things certain ways because the way you folded your t-shirts or your undershirt was not the way that you came back and you saw them so- and you kind of like because you're this wonderful, amazing person that you didn't say anything. You kind of just like was a gentleman about it and you kind of like stepped aside and be like okay this is your stuff go ahead so tell me this tell me this okay if 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 you go away for a period of time and leave him to manage his own affairs what kind of condition you're coming back to be in i was like okay you know what i'm away I am not going to obsess about when I'm away, but when I come back, if the, when I, when I go to do the laundry or when I go to look in the cupboards and if the cups are not in a certain way or the, the glasses or the dishes are not set up like Wait, a certain way. That, them too? <laughs> oh, you haven't heard. <laughs> So, 
and you know okay. i'm laughing but i'm, I'm listen, listen ocd people what, let me let me understand say this. why i'm calling in let me say this anyone that that, that suffers from ocd i'm not laughing at you i'm just laughing at althea <laughs> but 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 i thought you were my friend but 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 in in all seriousness um it it I understand that it can be pretty serious for some people. And if, if, if people that associate with them, being friends, family members, partners, whomever, that are going to be in their personal spaces, if they don't understand what it is that these individuals are going through, then... They'll look at them all cockeyed and crazy. And I am yeah. making light of it, but in all seriousness. Yeah, in, in all seriousness. Individuals go through this and have a tough time just functioning as, as what would be considered normal. Right. And if I, if I may say something... Um, we recently moved in in the last 30 days, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, almost 45 days. And for those who are listening, you know, when you move and things are uh, out we of actually, place. Yeah, we, we actually downsized because mm-hmm. um, our kids moved out. They think they're adults. Oh, I, oh, oh, my God. Did I say that out loud? They yeah, are adults. No, they are adults, and we raised them to be adults, and now they're living on their own. So, you know, we didn't see it as, you know, necessary to still have all the space and all the expenses that come with the extra space. So we we chose to downsize. Okay. And for the first three weeks that we were in the new place... Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if he knows this, but if he's listening, he knows it now. I was going crazy because we have we have separate closets. We cannot share closets. Okay. And the because reason why you have I'm, too much stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too, but that's not this show. That's a whole nother show. My closet, and. Little did he know, or little does he know, his closet is organized. Not just by clothing type, but color shirts order too? Yes, it's color coordinated so that when he needs to go in there and get a white t-shirt, all the white shirts are hung up in a specific place. If he needs to get a, a button-down black, a button-down shirt. Those are color coordinated and it goes from light to dark. If he needs a pair of jeans, they go from light to dark. So if he needs, if he, I can, I can tell you right now, if he can close his eyes, once he memorizes how his closet is, how his closet is set up, he can close his eyes and go in there and pick. He can go in his closet right now and pick out our Light blue shirt with a light blue jeans without even looking. Is that is that obsession? 
or OCD? That that it in my opinion that falls under the OCD umbrella, and it's a good thing I'm going to look okay. through some more of these things, you know, because <sighs> common obsessions in OCD. Hmm. Let me see what they say about. All right. I I I I there is a section here that says obsessions related to perfectionism. Then let me hit you with the points, the bullet points, real quick. Concern about evenness or exactness. Concerned with a need to know or remember. Fear of losing or forgetting information. In important information when throwing something out. Inability to decide whether to keep or discard things. Fear of losing things. Now, I can honestly say that when it comes to discarding things, mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that. Because I have more of an issue with the hoarding things mm-hmm. than getting rid of things. So, because I like, the I like order. Things, you know. It is what is to be discarded. That... Mm. So it is, it is deciding on what is important from what is not important. That becomes the, the struggle for persons that are afflicted with obsessions related to perfectionism. No, no, I'm not perfect. And, and one of the things that I do, one of the, the, the behaviors, one of the habits that I developed a few years ago was... about things and I am so I'm I'm the type of person that if someone took the time to get me a gift that is personalized to me Mm -hmm. I am going to keep that forever okay I will I will go out and spend ridiculous ridiculously amount of money on something for myself and if somebody walks up to me and go oh i like that i'll hand it over to them but if somebody goes to a dollar store and spend oh it's not a dollar store anymore it's a dollar 25 store uh, did as you about, know that as about the correct too. <laughs> you know if somebody took the time to go to the dollar 25 store and pick me up something mm-hmm. and it's personalized to me yeah i will never get rid of that well i, I wouldn't I, I don't think that falls under the the, the umbrella of being oops well mm. and i know the reason i say that is when it comes to deciding what to get rid of yeah that's my that that's that's my that's my that's my boundary right there. I don't have a problem getting rid of things that I purchased or I spend my money, but if somebody took the opportunity took the time to uh, go and get me a gift and I and they and and these are people so, who are close to me, I will never get rid of that. So that is more of um what's the word I'm looking for relating to um connectivity um 
it will come back to me. Okay. But but that is more along that line, you know, where you 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 have bonded with this item. Oh my goodness. I, it, okay. it has a, it has eluded me, but it'll come oh, back. It'll, it'll, it'll come it'll back. Com- it'll come back. Please. It'll come you know, back this, to you. This at the, age is catching up on me. You know. Yeah, age catching age? up on me. Yeah, so uh, forgetting uh, things now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so no, but on a, you know, on a more serious note, when it comes to, I make it a point to declutter mm-hmm. twice a year, and it means cleaning out my closet. It means getting rid of things that I haven't used in a while. And I figure, you know what? Let me pass this on to somebody else. Who mm. That's probably be using not... it more often than you. Yeah. Who, yeah. Got you. And yeah, if I haven't worn an outfit in six months, when it comes time to declutter, it's gone. I got you. I got you. Well, you know, but but the things that I do decide to keep. Oh, by the way, um, and if he's listening, I did spend an hour last weekend reorganizing my closet. You spent how long? Because an hour because I had shirts mixed in with pants. I had pink pants. I had pink shirts mixed in with blue shirts and yellow shirts. And I had long sleeves mixed in with short sleeves. And I had blue jeans mixed in with dark color jeans. And I had sweaters mixed mm. in with... I got you. Oh I got you. Oh I got you. Gosh. Marlon, that I is it. Find- Sentimental. <laughs> That is it right no. there. No, sentimental. No, no. no with with the, the things, with the, with the gifts oh, part. The thing, yeah, the being gift, yeah, a, having attachment, having attachment issues. Yes, sentimental attachments. That's what. That's that what. is. That is. I that will is never. me. That is me right there. And and I will be upset if someone messed around with something that I was given, regardless of the cost of it. It could have free. I don't care. Yeah. Even if yeah. So. But. But I for get the it. last. For the last um, three weeks, I always pick up my outfit for work the next day based on the weather. Right. And normally, in 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 a, in, in the old house, I would just go doop, 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 mm-hmm. and pick top, bottom, shoes, socks, undergarments. And yes, my undergarments have to match. I can't wear a black bra with blue panties. And yes, is that considered an obsession? I think I need to check with a professional for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I need professional help for that. I don't know. Yeah, but, but. I literally ha- I literally spent an hour last week going in and reorganizing my closet because I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be cold tomorrow. I have to go over here to get a top and I can't wear a dress or a skirt because it's going to be cold. I need the pants that coordinates with this top. and So there's a so- whole process that you have to go through. Yes. Well, you know, considering 
by way of definition when it comes to someone with OCD and it interfering with their how they get on with their daily lives I, I guess we all have a touch somehow somewhere in there and I think that is your touch right there I really do but don't okay. feel bad we all have a little touch of Oh no, I don't feel bad because that's who that's that's one of the things that defines who I am. And I've had people that come around me and before I have an opportunity to organize things, they go, Are you okay? And I'm like, Why? Oh, because normally this is supposed to be over there and yeah, people do this at work. This is supposed to be over there, and you have it over here. And I'm like, get out. I'm organizing. Well, you see, with, with being armed with this information, I, I'll tell you this. I'm that guy that will come to your spot and mess, thing, mess with things just because. I'm just saying. <laughs> and guess what? You just go right back and fix it. Yeah. And I'm yeah, and, and I don't I'm, I don't think I'm obsessed with the fact that if somebody comes and moves things, have you ever read that book? Who who moved my cheese or who touched my cheese or so, whatever? I don't remember exactly what the title of the book is. Like, I am familiar with it. I've never read it. Okay, who touched my cheese? That's okay. You can touch it. You can even move it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that obsessive, compulsive person who, if I walk home and I left the remote in this spot, no, I'm going to take it one step further. Of course, the refrigerator has to be organized as well. And <laughs> no words. What? What? Not, I don't have a word, not a word. Keep going. Okay, so if I come home and I knew that, I know that I left, all the fruits have to be together, all the vegetables have to be together. Um, I prepare meals um, for the week. Mm-hmm. And it's organized in the refrigerator. Okay, so this is a salad over here. These are the toppings for the salad over here. And that's for lunch. Breakfast is going to be over here. And the dinner is going to be right here. Tell, if tell me this. Tell me this. My, yes. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Does your dinner plate have to be compartmentalized too? I don't like my food touching, yes. So it, when you and eat I, it, doesn't it I, touch? <laughs> I purposely, I do have a couple um, of my dishes that has the, the, you know, the separations like the dish that, you know, like when, when you, when, when, like when, your kids were, when your kids were babies. The food tree. And yes, that this has to be here and this has to be there. I do have a couple of those, but I. I have oh a Lord, friend that have, her food cannot touch at all. How do I put this? That I do not use them because I think that we'll be taking it over the top. No, I, I have a friend, you know, you can't make her food touch. Everything she has to eat out of compartmentalized plates or trays. No, 
no, I, I have I have moved past that, I should say. I have moved past that. So um soup. That, I figure when when I make that soup traumatized that traumatized somebody that the the food can't touch. <laughs> no, it's for me, I I I watch my um I watch my mom and my older sisters making soup growing up and they were just throwing my um previous relationship mm-hmm. his specialty was soup because he just like took everything at the refrigerator and just threw it in a pot and it tasted good so see that made sense in my head that okay so i can mix this up and it doesn't interfere with my obs- not obsession it doesn't interfere with me not having f- the foods touch because everything was put together mm. to create this per- this particular flavor this particular taste mm. you know having this 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 discussion with you i, I kind of forgot that i was still on on facebook and clubhouse hey listen you guys come on over oh, to kevinstew.com <laughs> let me say goodbye to you guys over there i haven't taken a break yet i need to take a break too um, five minutes to the top of the hour, and holy crap, I've been on that long. It, story time, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me let me say those of you of you on on Facebook Live and and on Clubhouse. Catch you on Saturday for the segment on Reggae Global Radio, where I, I share with you guys once more. But for the remainder of tonight's broadcast, KevinStew.com is a place to be. Um, big ups to my affiliates, of course. Uh, NIE Radio, the Foundation Radio Network. Much love to the PEMGTV.com. Blessings, blessings, blessings. All right. So, you've gotten past the food tree type of eating. And now you you can manage to mix up things. So things like things like um, a stir fry uh, doesn't bother you, <laughs> guys. If people, no, it doesn't. I'm, I'm I'm convinced people who eat out of out, out of food trays because their their foods can't touch, they can't have certain meals. They can't have a stir fry because everything mixed up. They can't have a a, a one pot meal. Like your your um, chop suey, your soup, mm-hmm. but they have soup, and because it is soup, then I guess it is okay. It's I, I I can't understand it. I don't know how that individual's brain is wired for them to process things the way that they do. But this OCD thing is a real thing, and. Yes, yes, it is, and and to be to, to be you know on on a serious note, um, is and and you said it at the beginning of this discussion that it's the way that that individual was conditioned, and even though I will do a stir fry, even though I will do a soup, if I and um, I tend to make multiple meals mm-hmm. at the beginning of the week. You will not catch me put with my stir fry if I have whatever size I have. Uh, yeah, the stir fry is a meal in itself, so that has to go in a separate container. Mm. 
One of my favorite go-to is baked sweet potatoes. Okay. I will not put that. I will not mix the sweet potatoes with the stir fry. And I know that you, along with all the other amazing, wonderful men that are listening to this broadcast, is thinking, but it's all going to the same place. Hey, the destination <laughs> is the same. But I don't want, and I, I, and in my defense, I don't want the flavors to mix. So the stir fry with all the vegetables is by itself. I make my potatoes a certain way. I want that to have its own flavor. Okay. If I'm making if I'm making quinoa with a quinoa salad, no, I won't even mix the quinoa. I will make each in ingredient separate. Mm -hmm. Because my thing is, I want me along with whoever is um, partaking of that meal. You're muffled again. Okay. To taste each meal or each part of that meal individual. That's fine. You can mix it up all you want to. But I just can't put them all together and just like have it's not a jambalaya. It's not a jambalaya. Yeah. All of my meals. It's are a meal. Jambalaya. Uh, <laughs> me, all of my meals. You call them all of my meals jambalaya because I mix up everything. You and name I it, will I not. Right. I made it and I separate it. I am not going to sit there and if I were to make a meal for you. Mm -hmm. And I know that your favorite is XYZ. I'm going to prepare it and I'm going to put it in separate containers. What you do with it when you consume it, that's on you. Mm. But, but I do have one request is go sleep somewhere else <laughs> no you taste each uh, each 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 um each dish by itself by itself before you mix it all together and in closing mm. one thing that i one um and I am back up on my soapbox. One thing that I do ask is, if I take the time out, if I take time out of my schedule to prepare a meal for you, mm -hmm. under no circumstances, because this is where you will see the obsession coming in, is for you to sit down and start sprinkling stuff on my meal before you taste it <laughs> because every time that i have prepared a meal and i've invited somebody or i've taken it somewhere mm -hmm. and i see people go to add salt and pepper and hot sauce and blah 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 without even tasting yeah i have an issue with that and you know in in any chef's defense because I'm, I'm pretty sure chefs all over the world have a, that same issue. If I spend time preparing a meal for you, it is based on certain specifications. How are you going to know what it tastes like before you start adding things to it? You need to taste it. Right. 
And I did that I, this I past this. weekend. I did that this past weekend where a family member prepared a meal. Mm-hmm. And, <coughs> excuse me. Her husband came in. I'm sorry. I have a dry throat. Let me just. Hydrate. Hydrate. Yes. Hydrate. Hydrate. Mm-hmm. She was so excited. Oh, I made my husband's favorite meal. And she heard when his car pulled up in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And she took out his, she fixed his plate. And he is one that do not let his food touch. And she prepared his plate and she put it on the table. And when he walked in, and oh, he has to go through the, through the garage because he, he's into um, lawn maintenance. So he has to go through the garage mm-hmm. and <laughs> and clean up. Not necessarily take a shower, but he cannot walk into the house with his work clothes. So when she does laundry, mm-hmm. she puts his, um, she has his work clothes there, but she has what she would like him to change into when he comes into the house. So he goes through all of that and he walks in and he picks up the plate. And the first thing he does is hot sauce. get up from the table Go and get salt and pepper and hot sauce. And she looked at him and I was like, oh, Lord, I need to kind of like excuse myself. No, excuse myself. I literally walked outside and sat on on the front porch because I knew that she was going to go off on him. Oh, wow. Because, and let me tell you something, my cousin knows how to cook. But he didn't even taste... The meal that she prepared, and this wasn't takeout. This was a pot roast with potatoes and rice and peas and you name it. He didn't taste it. He just took the salt and pepper shaker up. And yes, he did grab the hot sauce. But, you know, that's not under the... I don't think that falls under obsessive or compulsive or OCD. I I think that just falls under... Um, pride. Because you're proud. Part, though, the, 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 the she's proud, or the she's proud of the meal that she prepared. Oh, okay. And then on the, on the part of, of her husband, it's a habit. They've been married for 26 years. When is he going to get rid of that habit? And he knows his wife is a good cook. Besides the point. <laughs> it's a habit. You know, some people smoke and it's not because they, 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 they want to. It's because they have an oral fixation. So if you take away the, the, the cigarette or whatever they smoke, they're fine with it. As long as they have something, in, they, whether it be a pen, a pencil, a straw, as long as they have something okay. in their mouth. Okay. It's a I habit. didn't look at it that way. I did look at it that way. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. But, Okay. But I want to touch on something before I get out of this tonight. And I'm going to take a quick little break. And then I'm going to address it. And that is obsessive love. And typically when people start talking about obsession, that is where they go to. They, they, they go to the... Um, the, the, the movie with the person that has fallen in love with this other individual and, and 
it has gotten to the point where if I can't have them, nobody else can. And they kill the neighbor, the cat, the dog, the fish to make That's sure the, that, that nobody, no. Oh, it's, you know, it's a fatal attraction. Along, that, along that line. Yeah, along those lines. You know? And so may uh, I say some may I say something before because I know you gotta go to a break, but uh-huh. you said something at the beginning of the broadcast that you have a friend who wants somebody to be obsessed with them. And I'm like, no. That right there is unhealthy because if I have somebody, uh, yes, I did have somebody. I, I did have a stalker once. Mm-hmm. And it is a scary place. But you see, here and here's the thing. I, 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 I didn't get to continue the, the dialogue with her. Um, but I think that comes from more from a place of wanting to get that attention and to 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 feel important in someone's life because they're they're here here's a single woman and has been single for a little while now and just feel like you know i want somebody of my own i want a a a person to say hey here's my person and you know that is their thing everybody has their thing so to say you know i want somebody obsessing over me it's like having that song uh, that example that I gave in the beginning where you have a song that you just you, you hear the song you just love the song and you play the song first thing in the morning you play the song the first chance you get in the middle of the day you take a lunch break you play the song you know if you can't play the song throughout the day you every chance that you can play the song you play the song but it doesn't interfere I have, I have, with I your, that, your, your I life I kind of song so it's yeah, that, that it's song. that kind of an obsession versus the obsession where it it affects your daily functions. No. Is it okay to be obsessed with yourself? Where you have a healthy obsession with yourself, making sure that you stay healthy, making sure that you're, you look right, making sure that you're groomed. I, I don't say anything wrong with that. Again, here's, I come from the place where everything is okay within moderation. With moderation. Thank you for putting that out there because I'm obsessed with myself and I am. Yeah. You know, and there are certain things that I will not accept from anybody else. So I am not going to accept anything less from myself. Mm -hmm. But you see, so you have to set a standard. You have to start somewhere. And and if you don't start with self, then you're going to run into problems. Right. It, 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 it happens with love. If you don't start with loving self, then you won't know what it is when someone is giving you love. Or you won't know how to express to someone what you want as love. Right. Okay. So, you know, a, a lot of these things start with self. And, you know, I, I might have to leave this obsessive love till next week, you know. Um, 
<laughs> why why is it that when I get on your 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 topic of this of discussion for the night has to have a part two? Is that is that because I just take up too many too much time? Yeah, you take over all the information time. So we we talked and we left out information and, and this obsessive love okay. thing. I'm I'm going so to have to address have with that in to, and of to, itself. To, you have time and see I you know what I do? What's that? When I get on, I give you your next week's show topic without you having to go do additional research. That's because See, I didn't use any of this week's information. Because I'm obsessed to make sure that you don't have to do a lot of work next week for your real talk show because I came in and I did this and I did this. So I, I all need the information all my that you to have do that. <laughs> All my listeners need to call in and interrupt the flow of, of my broadcast so I can have all my material in in my next, pocket. That's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with you like that. So do I have your permission to do that? So so let's let's okay, let's navigate this obsession. Is that a healthy obsession or is that does it prevent you from functioning, doing, going through and, and doing what you normally do? Or is it just so that because you have so much of, a, of, a, of an appreciation of the broadcast that your contribution is, is well-placed and you know, well-intentioned? The last part of what you said, I... Okay. I happen to love this broadcast and uh you know I'm your biggest supporter from day one. And 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 one of my sponsors. Oh yeah, that's right too, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, so if I can contribute to one of your broadcasts and it happens to take it into a, a an additional broadcast what have I done? You have contributed. I have I've contributed. And that right there for me, I was like, oh, wow. You know, here I am. I provided information. I provided entertainment yeah, for, some of that. Your <laughs> for your uh, listenership. I don't know if my listenership gets it, but I know I get it. <laughs> I don't know about them, but I know I get it. Okay, and that's what's important because what what is the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew about? Who's, whose name is in the title? Uh, well, it doesn't mean that it's all about me now. It's, no, it's an I extension of me. <laughs> no, it's all about you and then it extends to your viewers and your listeners. So are you calling me obsessive compulsive? Nope. Oh, I would just... never do that um, because I am without obsessed, you, though. without you, there would be no night shift with DJ Kevin Stu. So true. Uh, everybody rhyming tonight. But I, I, I am obsessed and I will do a continuation of this broadcast come next week. Um, you know, we, we, we straight here and there, but I will do an, uh, an um, continuation of this because this this obsession um i am obsessed with with presenting 
aspects of our lives in in ways that we don't and always real, talk about it right and this is real talk you know and i am like okay i i thought about okay am i gonna call in and put myself out there because i can guarantee you i am not i don't like you said Promises a comfort to a fool. I am not promising you. I can guarantee you that I am not the only one mm-hmm. who, whatever I have decided to share tonight, I'm not the only one that has those tendencies. It may not be as extensive as mine, or but there are others out there who have certain tendencies that they think that they're the only one who does this. And I'm here to tell you that you're not. Well, here's, so, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Is it because there are different types of obsessions? Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I just decided to share one point, one part of my obsession. So because there are different types of obsessions... You know, it, it, it kind of branches out into different things. You have perfectionism. You have um, relational obsessions. You have contamination obsessions. You have obsessions that cause or to cause harm. That's a thing. The intrusive thoughts. <laughs> that's a thing. So you, there are these different types, you know, so your, your common obsessions in OCD include contamination, losing control, harm, um, religious obsessions, and Holy cow, I forgot about that one. unwanted sexual thoughts, which are, which are the intrusive thoughts. Well, see, and, thank you. I have... Next week's next week broadcast mm-hmm. is already taken care of. I'm taking a bow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Okay, I'm okay. I, I am. I'm zipping it now. I am. No, it doesn't even make sense. You 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 decide to give it up, though. You know, let's 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 go. Let's go the rest of the way. We have fifteen more minutes before musical therapy time, so might as well we go the rest of the way. Yeah, let's let's. I'm I'm with you. All right. So, um, so so people know that come next week, I am looking at obsessive love, and I'm looking at types of obsessions, because our our. Um, very gracious co-host for the evening uh, that didn't know that she was going to be my co-host for the evening. I didn't even know she was going to be my co-host. Yay! So, Yay, me! Uh, our massage therapist, our resident massage therapist decided to massage our minds with stories of, of with her personal stories, really. You know, sharing what, what she, because a part of her OCD was conditioning. She was partly conditioned to be OCD. When when you were when you were a little girl, did you always have to have your things? Well, you said it started in your mother. Mm-hmm. So I I guess I need to I need to look up that 
is obs- is OCD generational? Is it her- hereditary? Hmm. In my in 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 my case, I am going to say one hundred percent yes. Did your children get it? No, because I decided to break that generational curse. Then it is more of a learned behavior. Hmm. Did not think of it that way. But yeah, it could it could be. And I guess the fact that um this generation and the, the I'm I'm talking about the generation that comes after me, after you. Mm-hmm. I have expressed to my offsprings that it's okay for them to develop their own identity. And, okay, so this is how I was raised. This is what I was, and I'm not going to say taught. This is what I was conditioned to do. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be, I've, I've given them, at, you know, and, at, and of course, it's, it's going to be at an appropriate age that this is what I was conditioned to do. But because this is a whole new, a whole different time, these are your options. Choose your path. And as much as I possibly can, I will support you, mm-hmm. even if I don't agree with you. And if I don't agree with you, I'm going to say, okay, this is why. You have chosen this path. This is where I'm coming from. Let's discuss it and see how we can it would be looked at as like a, a mutual agreement. Mm. And then you take it from there. So and you, you have guided them into a, a, a structure of their life that they would like to, to live. And then, so you you help them into that, and then they get to manage it whichever way they see fit. My God, I could not have put it together more perfect. Okay, exactly. Gotcha. Marlon says you it, it, still it sounds, have a way with words. I thank you. Uh, Marlon says it sounds to me like hers is learned. It was instilled in her at a young age. It's possible that she may not have had it otherwise. So, um reconditioning would probably change that for you whereas you wouldn't have some of these tendencies anymore so um but i i guess it it boils down to is it is ocd nature or nurture you know, are you you born obsessive compulsive, or is it something that is 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 learned? In your case, and Marlon agrees with me, it seems to be a learned behavior because yes, it is. your it's your definitely. your mother taught you a certain way. Then you were placed in environments that supported that behavior, so it is mm-hmm. more it is it was reinforcing that conditioning. So it came, boarding school it, yeah, did it, it, it military it, did it? Yeah, it does. And it does so happen that I went 
to those, I went that route because it was comfortable for me because I was conditioned that way. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I couldn't have gone against what I was conditioned to do. But I don't think that I was strong enough to go against it. So I just kind of like went with it because that's what that was what I was comfortable with. So let me ask you this now. The other things in your life that you were conditioned to believe a certain way when you were younger, when you are exposed to other things now, how do you deal with that? Because Therapy. Therapy. Oh, okay. Therapy. T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. As in massage therapy? No. (laughs) Mental therapy. I was just checking. Because I know you give the best massages. Oh, no. The massage therapy. See, that's, that's something that... I wasn't conditioned to do massage therapy. That's something that I enjoy. And I know the 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 medical and the mental benefit for my clients mm-hmm. and little do they know that it is so relaxing when i give massage therapy my clients receive i don't i, I hope they receive the mental part of it but they definitely receive the physical portion mm-hmm. of the therapy but for me it's mental so you receive some therapy when you give oh, massage therapy. Oh my goodness! You do not. You, it's 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 it. It would take probably the next two three hours for me to explain the therapy that I receive. So when I perform a massage, would you go as far as to say that you are obsessed with making sure that your clients get the best possible experience you don't have to finish that statement i am going to say unequivocally yes so it's not that you just go out and say well you know this is what i job this is this is what i'm getting paid to do um i'm just going to do it because i'm contracted to do it nope it's It's a a, a mission for you to make sure that your client leaves in a better state physically and prefer and also if possible mentally yeah then they because came if it, yeah if well, it was about the money if it was about the money for me mm-hmm. i would charge a heck of a lot more than right i charge for me it's about it's me it's me to begin with because i know what it provides to me when I do a massage mm-hmm. and the fact when my client just passes out on my table, I am like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I've I don't have to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no, 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 no. You know that even when you fall asleep and I have to wake you up. I my massage goes from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Yes. And even if you fall asleep, I am not going to stop my therapy because my therapy doesn't end when you fall asleep. It's a definite boost to my ego. Mm-hmm. But 
that is not what you contracted me for. You contracted me for a certain amount of time, this, 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 and I will not stop until my no. contract is completed. But I don't know because I'm unconscious. Okay, so well, the next actually, time I actually, to be honest, next time I get your massage, I will get your permission to record it so you can see what happens after you pass out. Well, well, in in all honesty, I'll say this: if my feet didn't get massaged, then I wouldn't. It would it wouldn't feel the way it does afterwards. And I do not let you get up and step on tile with your oily feet because that's <laughs> if yes. I didn't massage your feet. Right. Well, yeah, if it if it's a part of the package. I make sure yeah. I wash my crusty feet so it ends up being a part of the, the package. So <laughs> I, uh, and I do massage crusty feet uh, for you for those of you out there who are listening. You're a better person than I. <laughs> Listen, it's at that point it's not about me, it's about who's on my table. Nah, for pay me extra for that. <laughs> but uh um, Okay, so y'all heard, so y'all heard that I'm gonna charge him next extra next time because he has crusty feet. Um that's not a part of our contract. Are you really are you renegotiating our contract right now? I would never do that. <laughs> Why the struggle? Oh my gosh, this, this was so therapeutic for me tonight. Thank you for allowing me to share. And I hope that what I have, oh Lord, did I just actually put myself out there for your, for, 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 for your listeners to know that I am not this as put together as they think I am? Is that such a bad thing? Is it though? no. Oh my! Yeah, it's like <sighs> it's a woo song. This this was a woo song moment for me tonight. Thank I don't you know so how many new clients me. you're gonna get after putting your business out there. <laughs> well, you know what? The clients that I get will be genuine clients because they know that this is me. This is true. This is true. So you will get a better well. Quality is better than quantity. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Okay. Um, and and right, Marlon, giving therapy is therapy for the therapist. Yeah. Oh, Marlon, Marlon, can I can I can, can I borrow that? Uh, Marlon, giving sell it, therapy sell is it. therapy for the therapist, and I will. I oh, don't worry. I will give credit where credit is due. Giving therapy is therapy for the therapist. Oh my God. Oh. Mm-hmm. I. I am gonna screenshot this so I don't forget it. Giving therapy is therapy for the therapist. What? Just create a meme. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's not. It, it's it's not even creating a meme. It is right on point. Wow. Thank well, you, Marlon. You, you need to personalize it and say, "Giving therapy is therapy for this therapist." May I may may I use that, Marlon? Uh, that's what you should do. You should personalize it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to personalize it. But since he came up with the concept, I don't want to use this without getting authorization without permission. slash permission. Permission. Gotcha. Oh, my gosh. I didn't, I didn't even see. I'm, I'm in the chat room. I didn't even see this because I was all caught up in my 
you. So you have an you you have that 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 control over me where you just distract me from what's going on. Uh, tell me about it. Apparently, I distract myself since I, I didn't do any of tonight's information other than the introduction. <laughs> Holy cow! I don't mind though. That's See, what it's that, all I about. I kind of like what. That's exactly what it's all about. What exactly what happened tonight is exactly what it's all about. You know, it. Yeah. We we. For those that are new, for those that are catching this for the first time, for those listening to the podcast. It's real talk, and it doesn't get any realer than this. Individuals with real-life experiences, not just... See, Marlon says it's all yours. Yes! Um, real-life people giving real-life experiences, not, not, not what... I, yeah, I present information as I find it when I do my research, but this right here is, is experience personal experience out there giving her personal experience having gone through boarding school having gone through the military and things that have stayed with her as a result of being conditioned a certain way and time and time again we often don't recognize that we do the things we do because we're conditioned to do them a certain way we 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 have friends a particular way because that's how we're conditioned we have relationships um intimate relationships a certain way oh. because that is how we're conditioned we keep secrets about we keep our health a secret because that is how we're conditioned now imagine this for a moment you have a condition that causes you to pass out but you don't tell anybody that is around you all the time that you have this condition. When you pass out, what is going to happen? I'm going to freak out and I'm going to panic. And when you regain consciousness, exactly. we going to have, yeah, we going to so, have words. So when, think of, of it, how different would it be you let these people know, hey, you know, I have this condition. So in the event that I pass out, this is what you need to do. Yep. But no, everything is, is a secret. So and and, yeah, and, and that is because we're conditioned to be that way. It is something that we can unlearn. Oh, as, yeah, as are many of the things that we do in our current life. We can unlearn them. Some are harder than others, and some you need professional help to do. Um, like Althea said, therapy. I, I have gone to a therapist myself. One of the best things that could have ever happened in my life. Because it has helped me to recognize certain things about me. It has helped me to get, become closer to me. It has helped me to even continue to grow the relationship with me. And isn't would wouldn't you say that's the most important relationship? But it is. And nothing else, no other relationship um matters unless I can have that good relationship with me. Because if you can't have a that, relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. How are you going to be expected to have a relationship with What kind, what else? quality of relationship am I giving to anybody around me? 
when they come to me and say, boy, you know, I have this situation, you know, let's let give me a give me a give me a listening ear. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take your feedback. I'm, I'm going to be giving them off what just the experiences that I've had. And isn't it great when you can share that personal experience with somebody? And I've had to do this a couple of times. And I think, no, I know it has made a difference because I'm not telling somebody what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. I'm sharing with somebody what I've been through. Right. That right there trumps anything. Oh, Lord Jesus. That personal experience. Please please forgive me for using that word. That supersedes (laughs) anything that they could have read in a book. Ladies and gentlemen, the views expressed on this broadcast are not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no please go ahead and finish your PSA please go ahead and finish your PSA sir uh, no. but you know when and I find that when I share something with someone and it's they can tell that it's coming from a real place and it's not something that oh let me think about what I need to say to DJ Kevin Stew to see make sure that he gets through this mm. when you pour your heart and soul out to an individual, you may have saved a life. You may have saved somebody who thought that they had a disorder from making that disorder an obsession. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Going deep there, Miss Althea? going subterranean all right you know what i'm going to go to musical therapy (laughs) Uh, but i will definitely say this i will i will definitely say this it it has been a, a really nice distraction tonight um reasoning with someone on the as just touching on obsessive compulsive disorder in passing through the whole umbrella of obsession. So next week, I'm going to continue with some more information relating to obsession. And I'm going to close it out with obsessive love because that, I believe, is the type of love that has caused a lot of trauma in our community where you find the individual saying one individual saying well if i can't have them nobody else can nobody can and when and they are taken out then they go boy that was all i was living for so i am going to go out with them yeah. So, and that's one of the reasons um, where I responded to the post that you made is it can be dangerous, even deadly. Mm-hmm. And that when it that's when it comes to obsession, and I know that a lot of what I share tonight 
may not to some it may be an obsession to some it may be ocd to some it may be anal oh but i didn't even look at what compulsive is because you have obsessive you know, compulsion you have yeah compulsion compulsive yeah compulsive obsessive so and for a lot of people who are going through those disorder those behavior you know who are experiencing those behaviors if you have not sought professional help to kind of like distinguish which is which which is which you may think that you have an obsession when it may be something that is that you can easily deal with and something that you don't have to make it turn into an obsession. Mm. So maybe it's a compulsion. Compulsions are a second part of obsessive compulsive disorders, right? So okay. according to the IOCDF, these are repetitive behaviors or thoughts that a person uses with the intention of neutralizing, counteracting, or making their obsessions go away. People with OCD realize that this is only a temporary solution, but without a better way to cope, they rely on compulsion as a temporary escape. Compulsions can also include avoiding situations that trigger obsessions. Compulsions are time-consuming and get in the way of important activities the person values. So that, that, that helps to mold the whole thing about obsessive-compulsive because obsession is the thing you focus on. The compulsion is the thing that you use to try to neutralize the obsession. And it becomes a vicious cycle. So similar to obsessions, not all repetitive behaviors are rituals are compulsions. Right. You have to look at the function and the context of the behavior. Like bedtime routines or religious practices. Um, learning a new skill. These all involve a level of repeating an activity over and over again, but are usually a positive and fundamental part of daily life. Behaviors depend on the context. So arranging and ordering books for eight hours a day isn't a compulsion if the person works in a library. For a librarian, that's normal. That's normal behavior. Right. Similarly, you may have compulsive behaviors that wouldn't fall under OCD. If you are just a stickler for details or like to have things neatly arranged. Sound familiar? Compulsive refers to a personality trait or something about yourself that you actually prefer or like. In most cases, individuals with OCD feel driven to engage in compulsive behavior and would rather not have to do these time-consuming and many times torturous acts. In OCD, compulsive behavior is done with the intention of trying to escape or reduce anxiety or the presence of obsessions. So, the anxiety is the key in ingredient here in OCD. The compulsion is what you use, again, to neutralize the obsession. The obsession is to make sure that everything is in its right place. And the compulsion is doing it over and over again to make sure that you don't have to deal with the anxiety of ha having it be in its right place. 
I think it's about time you replace that DJ with a DR. It's just a matter of finding the right information. You know you go. <laughs> like I said, I think it's time that you start working on replacing that. Well, not necessarily. Um, and I, re I do rephrase. Adding the DR to that DJ. Because the uh, Dr. Stu, ooh, that has a nice ring to it. I thank you. I also thank the OC, the IOCDF, for the majority of that information that I pre presented just now on compulsion. But you said all of that in your own words, in using your own terminology before referring to. I did. That entity. Yes. Please. <laughs> so um okay. all right real quick before i get into uh, 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 uh um an abbreviated musical therapy some musical common convulsions therapy? um sorry some common compulsions um washing and cleaning so washing hands excessively excessive showering cleaning household items doing other things to prevent or remove contact with contaminants you know, those are compulsive. Checking that you checking that you did or did not harm someone else. Checking that you will not harm yourself. Checking that nothing terrible happens. You know, it's constant checking, checking, checking. Compulsive. Um the repeating, rereading, rewriting, repeating routine activities, going in and out of doors, you know, like monk. You remember Monk? How he had to do certain things. You know, he had to constantly wash his hands when 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 he touched something. He had to close the door three times kind of a deal. Repeating body movements, uh, tapping, the touching, the blinking, these things. Repeating activities, doing tasks three times because three times makes it a, a good look or things like that. Um... Then you have your mental compulsions, the mental review of events to prevent harm to yourself or others, praying to prevent harm, counting while performing a task to make sure that you've you done it the right amount of times. So, you know, people um, eating and they have to chew their food 36 times because that's what they say they're supposed to. And they sit there and they chew and they count as they chew. And they don't swallow until they get through to that 36. And by the time they get there, nothing is left to swallow, really. But they don't know that. How about counting when you're exercising and you have 30 repetitions of one exercises and you count to do that? Would that be fall under the same? No. Umbrella? Oh, okay. Because, uh, because that is a structured activity. And, that, and the activity requires that amount of, of repetitions to complete the activity. It's just like, again someone spending eight hours organizing books on a shelf it is not compulsive behavior if they are if they're a librarian now if you if you normally would do something like that and you go to work in a library then you're in a comfortable environment it becomes a problem when you can't leave work on time because you keep going back to make sure that the books are lined up just right on that shelf. 
You could cry by that point. But it's the reality of the obsessive compulsive. Yes, seriously, no, but yes. It it, it is it is a real serious disorder and I know that you and I we we joked and we laughed about certain things that I shared, but for 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 your listeners who are really experiencing the seriousness of this, please don't think that it is taken lightly. And if you see, if you find yourself in this situation, my biggest advice to you is to find somebody to talk to about it, preferably a professional, but don't think that something is wrong with you. You're just a little bit different than most of the people that you interact with, most of the people that you work with. There is, you're not, you're not, you're not different, you're different, but you're not really different. Mm, There's nothing wrong with your difference. You know what? You and Marlon are just like right on point tonight, man. Wow. I am so thrilled to to know that I have you guys to fall back on in your words and stuff. Wow. Thank you. It'll cost you a massage. So going back now to your organizing things and your making sure that things are in a particular place and laundry is folded a particular way yeah that's an obsession but it's not a compulsion you're not it's not a requirement for things to make sense to you it's not a requirement for you to function past that activity you just want things to be a particular way so yes you're obsessed but it's not a compulsion. And I don't think my obsession will cause harm. To yourself or anyone else. Right. But monk's, monk's compulsion <laughs> didn't cause harm to anyone else either. I love that show. Right? That is true OCD right there. The other things that we have, you know, that... Yeah. Not so much. But you notice there are things that he had to make sure that it lined up just right. If there are toothpicks that are in a jar, it has to be set a particular way. You know, there are just certain things that have to happen. Just align just right. Or else it will just bother him. That is OCD. Liking when things are aligned a certain way. That's just obsessive. Yeah, because I can, I, can, I can function if they're not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disrupt everybody else's life because it's not okay. So, And, I, and you're I not going to knock on the door three times before you open it. What, like Sheldon from um, that show? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's right. 
Oh my goodness. Don't you have musical therapy? I know it's going to be really, really, really abbreviated tonight. And I want yes, to hear it one song. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play one song. And um, <laughs> I, I think this one is, is fitting for tonight. Uh, yeah, just to, just to, you know, kind of like uh, diffuse my obsessive compulsive behavior of listening <laughs> to you all night and so I can go to sleep. I think it is obsessive. I don't think it's compulsive. I think it's obsessive. But um, and I'm fine with it. Okay. For musical therapy tonight, the sound of Kovan. A track called "You Make Me Right." I want to thank you each and everyone for tuning in. Thank you, Althea, for disrupting the flow and creating a brand new flow. I truly appreciate of it. You are quite welcome. Good night, everyone. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good night. And um, remember, call her up. Get your mas- Schedule your massage or email her. That's Althea SU 9546559000. You get those healing heavenly hands. Say what? Or email me at theolater mm-hmm. at com. That net? Oh, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, see, that's why I have you back, you know, to back me up. See you later at att.net. Website information to be coming within the next few weeks. Oh, look at that. It's about time. All right. Yes, I'm obsessed with, I am obsessed with creating my website. Yeah, that's a good obsession to have. Good night, everyone. Enjoy this uh, very abbreviated musical therapy, and I can't wait to hear the remainder of this song. All right. And DJ Kevin Stu, thank you for allowing me to share. Love you. Love you guys. Good night. Good night. The track is called You Make Me Right as we bounce through this abbreviated musical therapy. Thank you, McNeil Trucking, for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. Give them a call, 954-406-9740. They're licensed and insured movers. The track is called You Make Me Right. Cousin in Jamaica loves this one. You made me right too, cuz. I wanna thank you, each and everyone, for tuning in tonight and this week. Encouraging you to look out for members of your community. And remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. The people you pass on the way, the bus, the plane, the boat, the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right here, kevinstewart.com, 10 p.m. Eastern, and and with affiliates. Catch you on Saturday for the Saturday Stew, 8 p.m. Eastern Reggae Global Radio. Thanks to the affiliates, NIE Radio, Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. 
Much love to the listeners on Zeno FM. PEMGTV.com. Much love to you all. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world from right here in South Florida. I bid you all a very good night. is priceless consider the ability to share that moment if you can video it you can broadcast it and pulse e-media group has the tools you need weddings birthdays funerals graduations church services parties seminars you name it pulse e-media group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse Emedia Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, the Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. <laughs> 